welcome to ASMR Get Out of the Whale. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Today, we find the imminent danger of alien invaders has passed. Dr. Andrew Michaels is relieved that the Earth is safe for now, but he will remain vigilant. You never know when a new crisis might present itself. The battle was over. The alien race defeated. Finally, Peace was brought to planet Earth. The contents of the contract between the two worlds was read and the terms followed. And an ancient communication device from Egypt long in the past was finally returned to the people of earth and with this our story is ending or is it as the great Orion spaceship was returning to earth Parades were planned, celebrations started, people all over the globe united in peace, united in victory. I stood amongst my allies, the scientists of the octopus community and the marsupial community. And they seem sad. They seem withdrawn. I asked why they weren't happy, and it wasn't a matter of being happy. It was a matter of the fact that for so long they had planned this event. It was almost anticlimactic to see it finally come to fruition, to see it resolve, almost if they had no task left in the world, like their job was done. I assured them that there was many hurdles, including working on diplomacy and technology that would help our races coexist peacefully, that there was so much work left to be done. And they laughed because they said that was typical of us, always looking at the next goal, the next hurdle, forgetting this and working on that. The mind of the primate, always bouncing from one idea to another. Monkey see, monkey do. I didn't take it as an insult, but I found it strange that they seemed preoccupied. Finally, I asked one of my closer associates, an octopus scientist, and he asked for a private meeting with me and to discuss things in a deeper fashion. 
I acquiesced to his request and met with him privately. We were in a very large conference room with a drop-down television screen, and he had brought some kind of multimedia device to show me something. Something was on his mind. He started off by saying, Dr. Andrew Michaels, the people of Earth have been so generous. We can't believe we have succeeded where in the past we failed so many times before. But we, as truthful and open and sharing our technology and our history as we have been with you and your race, we have also held back certain information. And it's amazing that you're on the precipice of discovering that lie. And I think you should hear it from us first, from me first. I don't think we should have these lies between our races, between our peoples. This isn't the first time, he went on, that the human race tried to help the sentient beings of planet Earth fend off the alien attack. We told you that Atlantis was a marsupial-controlled city, and it was destroyed when the marsupials broke the rules and used a missile to destroy the orbiting alien ship. They tried to circumvent the rules and destroy the aliens, push them away 35,000 years ago. And Atlantis and many other species were wiped from the planet. Whole civilizations destroyed. I must tell you that Atlantis was a human city that did commerce and trade between all the races of the planet. It was not a marsupial city. And it was your technology, your rocket designs that were used to blow up the alien ship. And it was your race that was wiped off the planet. Your civilization that was destroyed to the point where human beings lost contact with their fellow races, lost their technology, lost their knowledge. Human beings were nearly driven off the face of the planet Earth. You were punished for someone else's mistake. And we watched you develop again and miraculously start to invent some of the same technologies you had before. Your drive to leave this planet, to explore, to find new worlds, to find new continents. It's amazing to see you, the human race, develop. And it's these exact developments that allowed us to win your technology, your ideas, your strategies. We would not have won without you. We could have won last time. We wouldn't be having this conversation now. And I'm ashamed of my race and my people 
because we didn't stop it from happening. We gave in to the marsupials' demands to try something different. And we are all guilty in one way or another over the events that have happened in the past. I held up my hand and I stopped him there and said, I, I think it would be unfair and it would be brutally rude to not tell you that I knew Atlantis was a human city. The Illuminati had passed down over generations, thousands and thousands of years, the information that Atlantis was a human city, that we had technologies that we lost in the past, that our artisans and our scientists once led our society before the fall of Atlantis. And when that happened, we lost all our science, all our knowledge, and we were pushed back to the brink of extinction. We lost the knowledge of how it happened. Marsupials, octopus, flying bees, giant cats were replaced with angels, avatars, demons, hell, heaven. We knew of you, but we painted you with a broad brush, saying that you were creatures greater than us, that we weren't yet ready to touch the face of. Demons hiding, lurking in the shadows, too powerful for us to combat. Yes, as sad as it is, we turned you into the villains of our legends in our lore, our mythology. But we knew there was a time, a before time, a time when we had achieved great knowledge, great technologies, that we were a powerful race on this planet, and we knew we lost it. We knew the utter destruction of Atlantis, the Earth, devastated by some ecological disaster. But we didn't know how, and we didn't know why. We thought it was just nature. I'm sure you're not telling me everything either. I'm sure there was a segment of the human race that agreed with the marsupials on their plan to attack that time ago. I'm sure human beings were not innocent giving you their technology to perform the act. Seeing that Atlantis and our culture was destroyed, the aliens knew exactly who was behind making this plan possible. Whether we were complicit, whether we agreed, it was our technology that was used against them. And we paid the ultimate price. My friend, the octopus scientist, was somewhat stunned. You kept your secret well, he said. We knew of secret organizations passing down hidden knowledge, 
but we never knew you actually had groups that knew, that remembered. I can see how a octopus changing his features and looks would turn into a horned demon, a devil pretending to be a human being. We must have frightened you so much. The times we tried to help humanity regain its footing, we must have appeared like aliens in space. Devils, angels, monsters, giants. It must have been frightening to relearn all these things again, especially for such a fragile race that really didn't deserve the punishment it got. You receive tenfold what involvement you could have possibly had in the event. You were singled out. From their point of view, yes, it must have looked like you were the ringleaders of it, the new race trying to change the rules. It makes sense to me now. I understand we made a mistake, and you and your people were punished for it. Thank you for that. We shook hands. He was happy. We had resolved it between us. This would remain relatively a secret event, and we would slowly release information about it over time so that the human race could absorb it in a simpler fashion, not all at once in a shocking way. Yes, it might be a form of censorship and all that, but better to let us learn slowly as children do, not all at once. No reason to start a trauma now when we've come so far together. I asked the other representatives of the other races that had been working very closely with me to enter the conference room at this point in time, the octopus scientist, rather startled by my planned meeting that I didn't make him aware of before. What was this? What was going on? What was Dr. Andrew Michaels up to now? They all sat down around the conference table. And I said, my brothers, my sisters... Welcome to this meeting. I have been told of the past transgressions by my own people and by your own as we tried to combat this evil from the stars. I understand that you failed 35,000 years ago and my people were punished for it. This was kept from us and the general public to not jeopardize our alliance. I don't think it will jeopardize our alliance either because we haven't told you certain facts to prevent damage to the alliance on our end. And as a representative of the human race, if this came up in conversation, as it has today, 
I was dictated by the leaders of the human race, the world governments of the entire planet of humans, to discuss what I'm about to in detail and answer all your questions. The first thing I must tell you is there are the races sitting before us. The cats, the octopus, the marsupial, the bees, and the humans. We five consider ourselves the only sentient races on the planet. Have you ever thought of looking for others like ourselves? Hidden? Hidden in plain sight? They all looked at each other kind of quizzically and then back at me. They knew I was going somewhere with this. No. No, we were totally aware of all the sentient, intelligent races on the planet. There are five of us, you being the newest. And I said I wouldn't be so sure. There are many races that live in symbiosis with human beings who live openly. You just have to look for them. There is an intelligent race of rats that live in peaceful coexistence with the human race. Almost every city on the planet has a community of these rats living off the excess wastes and wealth of the human race. They are very peaceful, very democratic species. They warned us about you. They knew of some of you. They told us that our avatars and our angels were actually creatures like aliens. They thought you were from another planet. They didn't realize you were from our very own but they made the Illuminati aware of you. I find it quite amazing you don't know of them, yet your eyes dart back and forth. You must have thought about it over time, that there might be others. And there's another race. They mean you no harm, but their anger at our mistake 35,000 years ago led them to stay silent until today. Some of their representatives are here now. Obviously you can't see them. They choose not to be seen. They are more ancient than all of us. And they paid the heaviest price 35,000 years ago when the aliens ravaged the planet. They lived openly on the surface. And almost all of their people were wiped out down to a few hives. Have you ever been to a picnic and you see the ants coming up for a little bite, wanting to share the wealth? There is an intelligent hive mind of ants that predate all of you, even the bees. 
They live, as I say, out in the open, moving from city to city, place to place, tiny, diminutive, super intelligent. They're intelligent coming from the whole of their hive, not the individual. They like the human race and share, as I said, a symbiotic relationship. We feed them. We keep them warm. We keep them safe. And in return, they safeguard the human race in certain situations. They always kept themselves hidden, but 35,000 years ago they finally had to come forward. Almost everything about them, their technology and their knowledge was destroyed right along with humanity. But they retained enough to rebuild their cities, their small fortresses. And slowly over time they made themselves known to us. It was their nanotechnology that we used to destroy the aliens. It was their nanotechnology that built our space fleet in such a fast time in outer space. They were able to secretly assemble all the pieces, meld all of the items taken out into space together in such a record time. Where you saw it in an, as an advance in robotics from the human race, it was actually robotics nanotechnology, microscopic robots designed and engineered by our friends, the ants. This is what gave us our edge. They weren't risking another failure. They wanted the job done right this time. And as you could see from their results, it took them 20 seconds to win the battle. It wasn't an exciting battle, but it was an awesome spectacle to behold. They mean no one any harm. Their display of violence at the combat was their show that they are capable at any time of removing anyone from existence that would cause harm and destruction to any of the races where we have the atomic power the rockets all of you have your different weapons of mass destruction they could take us out on an individual basis at any moment's notice if need be their nanotechnology is pervasive now through all of our cities 
Once they knew about all of us, they spread their nanotechnology through all of our cities, all of our homes. It's quite harmless. Just microbes laying all over a table. A water bottle discarded in the trash. Dust bunnies behind your couch. But on command, they could assemble and disintegrate anyone that poses a threat to all the races. A lightning rod of Zeus, you could say, to strike you dead in a heartbeat. They won't use this to interfere in our day-to-day technologies and our day-to-day lives. If you want to commit uh, murder or steal from your brother, if you want to abuse your family, they won't stop you. They have no concept of these things and don't have any interest. But if you want to put your finger on a button and blow up St. Louis or destroy a beehive with a nuclear missile attack, Or wipe out the marsupial humans to get even for something that happened to somebody far and far long ago, 35,000 years ago. They will. They will stop you. They will kill you. The time of hate and rhetoric and our politicians preaching evil, racism and divisiveness, that's over. It's time to live a good life, to live in peace and tranquility and live in unity together. And just as we thought you were our avatars, you were our angels and our demons, we have a new layer of angels and demons standing over us. As long as we are willing to work together, to grow as a culture, We have nothing to fear from them. But if we want to resort to our old ways, prey on each other, let our old hatreds and prejudices rule us, they will step in. They will end the fight. You were asking, what was the next goal? What was the next challenge now that we've won? There are many. We can contact the people at the far-off stars that we lost when they stole our communication device from Egypt all those years ago. You have much to learn about the ants, the rats, and the other super-intelligent races on Earth. There are so many things, so many people to discover. The Earth is a grand blue marble in space. And there is all of outer space to explore now with the Orion fleet. Now that peace has finally come to Earth, we can travel at one-tenth the speed of light to another constellation. We can finally see the stars. And you can go with us. We welcome you, our brothers and sisters. All we have to do is make it happen. And we want you here together with us.
No more secrets. No more secrets. Let the journey now begin. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Huello. Remember to stay tuned for the next installment of this story coming soon. When you have a moment, please take the time to rate and review this podcast. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardohuello at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you. <laughs>